Welcome to the Flatline with your host, Rick Hughes. For the next 30 minutes, you'll be inspired, motivated, educated, but never manipulated. Now, your host, Rick Hughes. Good morning and welcome to the Flatline. I'm your host, Rick Hughes. And for the next 30 minutes, please stay with me. There will be 30 minutes of motivation, some inspiration, a little bit of education, and never, never any manipulation because we have no hidden agendas. We are not trying to sell you anything. This is not an infomercial. This is a radio show that gives you answers, a radio show that hopefully will help you verify and identify God's plan for your life. And if you can do that, and if you would like to orient and adjust to the plan, you have the freedom, you have the privacy, you can do that. But my job is to open the window and to give you the fresh breath of air, to let you see what God's plan consists of. And that's why we have these radio shows and bring them to you every Sunday, same time, same channel, faithfully. And I'm very thankful if you give us 30 minutes of your time and if you listen. And I'm even more thankful if you are continuing to grow in the grace and the knowledge of your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm not a pastor. I'm an evangelist, so I don't work in a local church. Uh, but I am praying for you that you would find a local church, that you would be able to get under the authority of a pastor who can clearly teach you the Bible. You know, today, with all the media means that we have available, I have run into people who are able to go to church in their home. That means that in their community, they haven't found a pastor that really teaches them. They haven't found a pastor that instructs them in the Word of God. There seems to be so many games and so many gimmicks in organized religion today that people are, some people are actually starving for truth. And they hear a radio show such as this and they say, Where can I get more of it? Well, my job is always to direct you to a qualified pastor so you can grow under his ministry and you can achieve maturity as a believer. And uh, a lot of people do that around their kitchen table. They order tapes. They listen to MP3s or DVDs from qualified pastors, men that I'm aware of that have been in the ministry, most of them in their church anywhere from oh, 10 to 30, 40 years. One friend of mine who has now gone to be with the Lord pastored his church for 53 years. That's unheard of. I mean, how does a man pastor a church for 53 years? He runs out of gimmicks after a while. Well, not if you teach the Bible. If you teach the Bible line upon line, word upon word, verse upon verse, you'll never run out of something to teach. And this is what these men do. They're great pastors, and, and my job is to encourage you to find that sort of pastor. Recently, someone wrote me and said, all right, I'm going to take you up on it. I have no idea what they've done with the information that I've given to them, but you can study at home. You can study in the privacy of your kitchen with a cup of coffee, your Bible, a notebook, and a DVD or an MP3. We can provide you those names and those addresses where you can get a hold of these people. And by the way, they never charge. These men that I'm aware of never charge for anything they send out. It's all free. Just like this ministry, we operate on grace. We never charge for anything. As far as it goes for me, 
often I will speak in some of these churches, and, and it is recorded on DVD. And they're available if you'd like to have a DVD copy of some of the messages that I've presented in some churches. If you'll write to us, just simply write to us at P.O. Box 100, Cropwell, Alabama, 35054, or contact us on the Internet. Go through our website, rickhughesministries.org, and request those DVD uh, messages, and we will send them to you. And you can put them in your DVD player and watch. Each message will be about an hour long. And usually uh, it uh, runs and in, in uh, be continuous. It'll be a certain subject I'll be on for at least four hours. So if you'd like to have those, get in touch with us. But anyhow, that's what we're interested in doing, trying to give you enough of the Word of God to uh, elicit a hunger, to establish a hunger in your life so that you will be willing to grow. You will be willing to go further than just listening to this radio show. And you will take in the Word of God on a daily basis. <coughs> Excuse me. And you will find yourself reaching spiritual maturity, glorifying God to the maximum. All right, now let's get cracking today. I have some information that I want to share with you. After I get a little drink to clear my throat, I have some information that I want to share with you. And I think this information will encourage you and challenge you. The question that I want to ask you this morning deals with current events. Do current events or rulings on current events, do they discourage you? Three illustrations, and particularly number one, the Supreme Court just ruled on Obamacare and the legality of it. And number two, recent government regulations regarding gays in the military. And three, recent government challenges to strict immigration laws in Arizona, Alabama, and other states that have passed strict immigration laws. How do these current events affect you? Do you get mad? Do you get angry? Do you get frustrated? That's the question. Because I want to talk to you about being on the wrong side of history. Not on the right side, on the wrong side of history. Because if you're on the wrong side of history, then you will not understand what's going on and you'll be discouraged. And as a Christian, if you enter into discouragement, you can also enter into reversionism. You say, what is reversionism? That's when you begin to go in reverse instead of going in forward. You know, if going in forward means you're to grow up and you're to become a mature believer. That means you learn those 10 unique problem-solving devices that we teach on this radio show, and, and you apply those 10 unique problem-solving devices into your life, and you reflect Jesus Christ with your thoughts, with your deeds, and you represent him to your friends. But on the wrong side of history, you get full of self-pity, you get anger, you get bitter, and you begin to focus on the events rather than on the cause. So let's give some principles. One, to interpret contemporary history is to be able to apply a maximum amount of the Word of God to any situation. I'm going to say it one more time. To interpret contemporary history is to be able to apply a maximum amount 
of the Word of God to any situation. If you know the Word of God, if you understand what's going on, you will not be caught up in the trends of history. You will be able to understand the personal sense of destiny that God has for you as problem-solving device number six, and you will be able to understand the timing of God and what's going on. Point two, each of us must understand contemporary history and evaluate what is happening in our nation. If you're a believer in Jesus Christ, first of all, it would be a crime to be ignorant of contemporary history. And yet, in spite of what I've just said, many of the young people that I deal with on a, on a monthly or weekly basis, sometimes daily, they have no clue to what is going on in contemporary history. And I'm always amazed when I watch late-night talk shows like Jay Leno or someone like that who would go out onto the streets of the public there and ask questions like, who's the Secretary of State or who's the Vice President? Or they'll give someone's name and say, who is this person? And, and, and the general public has no clue. No clue. And these are the people that are voting, by the way. They have no clue. They're voting for someone that is going to promise them an entitlement. You know, like I'm entitled to this or I'm entitled to that. And if that person is going to give it to me, then that's who I'm going to vote for. And so we see the trends of history. We understand what's going on in history. Now, three, there are two terms I want you to become familiar with. One is called past history and one is called future history. You know, someone said we learn from history that we learn absolutely nothing from history. Studying history is a phenomenal way to understand what actually is going to happen in the future because history repeats itself. We've seen that from time to time to time. So we study history. We study history to understand what is going to happen in the future. Future history, sometimes for the believer, is called scriptural eschatology. Eschatology deals with where we are and what's going to occur in the frame of God, in the time work of God. You and I live in what's called the church age. We live in the church age. And the church age will terminate with the rapture of the church or what is called the exit resurrection. This is when the dead in Christ will rise first, and then we which are alive and remain together shall be caught up with them to be with the Lord in the clouds, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Dispensational history, understanding dispensational history, is key to understanding where you are and what's happening. And one of the things you and I can never afford to do is to interpret prophecy in light of current events. You cannot interpret prophecy in light of current events. This has happened in the past when people uh, tried to take current events and say these are indicators that Jesus Christ is going to return. And so they'll take some current event and try to interpret biblical prophecy and they'll sell everything they've got and put a sheet on and go stand on a mountaintop and wait on Jesus Christ to return. And, of course, that doesn't happen. And so you have to be very careful about interpreting history in light of current events. 
There were people in World War II that said Mussolini was the Antichrist. There are people that will say things like that today and sell books. Oh, my goodness. Sell you a book for nineteen ninety-five or $29.95 that will tell you, okay, in, in light of current events, here's what's about to take place. You cannot do that. All I can tell you in regards to future history is that Jesus Christ, our Lord and our Savior, has promised that he will return. He is coming back for us. He will not leave us here. He said, if I go away, I will return. I go to prepare a place for you. When will he he return? I do not know. I cannot say. No one knows the hour or the day except our Heavenly Father. And when he gives the shouted order for the Lord Jesus Christ to return, he will come back and he will receive his church or his bride and we will go to heaven and there will be on this earth while we're gone, there will be a return to a Jewish dispensation known as the tribulation. There will be seven years of tribulation on this earth while we're in heaven receiving our evaluation at the judgment seat of Christ and our rewards. And then we will come back with him at the second advent as he sets up his millennial kingdom and rules and reigns here for a thousand years. So point four, ignorance of biblical eschatology causes you to be caught off guard when events happen. Things can frighten you. Things can discourage you. And these things Satan can use to defeat you. You cannot afford to be caught off guard with what goes on in the devil's world. Satan is very, very good at defeating us by by means of our emotion and getting us discouraged, getting us disillusioned. You may find, for example, that some pastor that you trusted did something that he shouldn't have done and you got disillusioned. And the end result is you bailed on God and you thought, well, I trusted this man and this man, look what he did. And now, and he claimed to be a Christian. So all Christians are liars, you may think. And that's not true. Unless you understand that all of us have a sin nature, you included, and there are no perfect people other than the one perfect man who went to the cross and paid for our sins, which is Jesus Christ our Lord. So we have to be able to understand biblical eschatology so that we're not caught off guard. We have to learn to interpret current events and not confuse them with Bible prophecy. Just because, uh, for example, if Iraq invaded Jerusalem, or excuse me, if Iran invaded Jerusalem, that doesn't mean the second advent is about to take place. If the Muslim world rises up in revolt and goes to war with us and we have a United States of Arabs springing up, that doesn't mean that the second advent is about to take place. What you are more likely to see than the second advent in your lifetime is the destruction of the United States of America as we know it. Looking at the trends of history, if you have any Bible doctrine in your soul, If you gauged a chart and put it on the wall and you did an uptrend and then you did a downtrend, 
you could see that the United States of America is in a downtrend. If you judge that and say, well, in an uptrend, like in business, we're being profitable. And in a downtrend, we're losing our profits. Well, if you say in an uptrend, God is blessing us, and in a downtrend, God is disciplining us, then you would say, looking at a chart, that the United States of America is under discipline from God. And you can't let that discourage you. You can't let that distract you. But you have to understand what's going on. Why are these things happening? Why would God allow certain people to be elected to office that are detriment to the, to the future of this nation? Why would God allow these people to remain in office? You have to figure that out. And then you can figure out that it's for a reason. Jesus Christ told Pilate, you would have no power at all except my heavenly Father gives it to you because Pilate told Christ, I have the power to free you. I have the power to release you. And the Lord made it very plain. You wouldn't even be here if my heavenly Father hadn't allowed it. And certain people in political office would not be here today having power and domain over you if God had not allowed it. Now, either God allowed it for your blessing and for your prosperity, or God allowed it for discipline. You figure it out. Sometimes it depends on which side of the coin you're on. If you are a progressive and a liberal, you will say God allowed it because this is what we need. It's going to make us a better place. If you're conservative and a thinker, then you're going to say, this is discipline. God is kicking our fannies. We're getting exactly what we deserve. You know, I remember speaking in a church a few years ago on September the 11th when the Muslim terrorists crashed into the World Trade Center. In the churches, I, I was actually in a church that week speaking, and that night I, I wasn't sure if anyone would even come, but the church was packed. Not only that church, but every pastor that I knew when I spoke to them, they said the same thing. Our churches were packed. People flocked to God for answers. They wanted to know what was going on in this country. What is happening? And if you understood contemporary history, then you can understand what's going on, what's happening. Did God use that as a wake-up call? Did his protective hand, was it, pulled back for just one minute to expose us, to let us see how vulnerable we really are? Did it make an impact in your life? I can tell you this. It did not make much of an impact in the lives of very many people. Yes, we maintain a vigilance because of that. And yes, we have an attitude of uh, revenge because of that. And we went and we got and we destroyed and killed those people who did that, many of them. But at the same time, did it cause your spiritual life to get in gear and for you to start growing in the grace and the knowledge of your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ? And the answer is no, it didn't. People went to church for a while, and then people dropped off again. And again, the spiritual life became a non-important issue. So I want to tell you today, if you'll look at the trends of history, I'm giving you fair warning today. The United States of America is under discipline from God. We are in big-time trouble. 
And unless we wake up, unless we change the way we're thinking, we will not survive as a free nation. All you have to do is look at four things, political, social, financial, and spiritual trends. If you look in those four areas and chart them up and down on a chart, just like you would a graph, you will see that politically it's hard to find an honest politician. You will see that socially there is more social division in our nation today than there's ever been. There is racial unrest. There's minority unrest. There's all sorts of, of problems in America today in, in as far as political issues go. And uh, socially, politically, financially, we're in big trouble. Financially, what you say, oh, well, look, 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 look at what we're, people are making money in the stock market. They may be, but they're losing money in their houses. Homes are going for nothing. People have lost hundreds of thousands of dollars in their stock accounts and their IRA accounts. The banks today on a certificate of deposit pay 1% or 1.5% if, if you're lucky. Listen, wake up. It doesn't take a genius to see. We've got churches on every street corner, and yet we, we're playing musical chairs. We got this church, that church, yonder church. Go to, I go to a lot of different towns, and I see a lot of different churches, but I don't see an impact in the lives of the average American. I see more of God being ignored and God being rejected and his word being challenged than I do of people following the mandates of Scripture. So every believer, every Christian has to become a student of contemporary history because you will not know what's going on by just reading the newspaper or just by watching TV. You won't have a clue. You must be able to correctly evaluate the events in your life because if you fail to do that, then it's possible that you can fall apart and become unstable and get disillusioned concerning the plan of God in your life and in the future of the United States of America. So if you're going to remain relaxed, if you're going to have stability, if you're going to have understanding, you've got to know which side of history you're on. Because if you have the correct understanding, then no disaster can remove you from God's plan. And it will never happen. Listen, you don't have to worry about dying. God is not going to take you until he's through with you. And if he's through with you, then regardless of what you may try to do, you're not going to be able to stick around. There's a passage in Job I want to read to you, and I'm, I'm turning to that right now. This is in Job 5, beginning in verse 19. He shall deliver you in six troubles. Yes, in seven there shall be no evil touch you. In famine he will redeem you from death. In war from the power of the sword. As I read these to you, listen. This is your promise as a mature believer. This is your destiny as a mature believer. Don't be afraid of what you see happening in America today. In famine, he will redeem you from death. In war from the power of the sword. And you will be hidden from the scourge of the tongue. And neither shall you be afraid of death when it comes. At destruction and famine, you will laugh. And neither shall you be afraid of the beast of the earth. 
for you shall be in league with the stones of the field, and the beast of the field shall be at peace with you. And you shall know that thy tabernacle, your body, is in peace, and you shall visit your habitation, and shall not sin. Thou shalt know also that thy seed shall be great, and thine offspring as the grass of the earth. And you will come to your grave in a full age, like a shock of grain cometh in its season. Lo, this we have searched it, it is, hear it, and know that it is for your good. Listen, this is the plan of God for you. You don't have to worry about anything. He's in charge. If you have that doctrine in your soul, then you can observe history. You can interpret history of what's going on around you. You can meet any disaster in history and move through it without fear that paralyzes or worry that weakens your soul. Preparation for disaster is always linked to the Word of God in your soul. You have to think clear before and during the crisis. Do not let your emotions control you. It's God's Word in your soul that will allow you to be stable and allow you to think in a disaster, whether it's a personal disaster or whether it's a national disaster. Only by understanding history and only by being on the right side of history can you advance in times of disaster. Being on the right side of history means you are in fellowship with God. You are filled with his Holy Spirit. Rebound, problem-solving device number one. The filling of the Holy Spirit, problem-solving device number two. That you're growing in grace. Yes, using faith. Problem-solving device number three. The faith rest drill. You see, all of these unique ten problem-solving devices that we've taught on this radio show and continue to teach, these are those things that allow you to be on the right side of history, having a personal sense of destiny, understanding personal love for God and impersonal love for others, having the happiness of Christ and being occupied with him. These unique problem-solving devices give you an advantage in times of disaster, an advantage over those who live by their emotions and are frightened because you can see clearly, you can think, you can understand, you can formulate, and you can act. And it will be through your spiritual life that many will be delivered, including maybe even those in your family. There's a lot more than I need to say on this, but I, I want you to be challenged by this. I want you to stand in the gap, not run for the hills. What are you going to do when it hits? If you don't understand history, if you don't understand how God is working and understand the five cycles of discipline, which I haven't talked to you yet, I haven't dealt with this, and I think on the next radio show we'll go into that. The five cycles of discipline that come upon a client nation when they reject and turn away from God. You will be totally amazed to see what's happening in America because it was already predicted. It's all in the scripture, and God is immutable. He never changes. Which side of history are you on? It begins with believing in the Lord Jesus Christ, receiving him as your Savior, and growing in grace. I hope I haven't confused you. I hope I've encouraged you. 
Till next week, this is Rick Hughes saying thank you for being with me on The Flatline. Thank you for listening to The Flatline with your host, Rick Hughes. If you'd like to contact Rick, please write to him at P.O. Box 100, Cropwell, Alabama, 35054. Or online at www.rickhughesministries.org.